Brandon, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so we're having so many technical we're difficulties. We're having some right major now. technical difficulties tonight, and you'll have to make me a host in just a second. Are you driving? Is that why? Uh, I am not. I'm not driving. I am in the car, though. Okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully everyone jumps back on as usual. We always have to have some sort of technical issue, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, welcome everyone it to this. It wouldn't be fun without. Right, right. It wouldn't be the same without some sort of technical issue. Well, welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Writer's Block. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake. And this week we're going to be talking about pen names and ghostwriters. I don't know why I said pen like I overly enunciated. You were you were just you know announcing to the world that it is pen pen names. Hopefully our our people that left. We had some people there. Our usual people. Hopefully they make it back in. Um, it, crossing my fingers. Hopefully hope they so. come back. If not, we'll just be Jake and I. Um, if you'd like to join in on this conversation, as usual, it's an open discussion. Hit that mic button in the bottom left corner of your phone. If not, you can listen back to us. Jake, where can they listen back to us at? You know, if you go over to podbean.com and you give us a like and a follow, that would be absolutely awesome. That would be amazing. Jake, how's your week going? Well, my week has been a little all over the place. Oh. Um, I've had two... Uh, two wedding cakes to do this oh, week. That's good. And uh, I'm I'm right in the middle of all this work drama stuff. And so you know, we're just having fun. I mean, we gotta love work drama. That's always always makes it always makes it interesting for the day. Uh, for those of you, what about you, Brandon? How's your? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. We were gonna jump into it, but you know, we're running a little bit behind here. Um, but my weeks, you know, I've had better weeks. I've had worse weeks. I, it's just, you know, that imposter syndrome for being an author kicks in. And it just, you know, when that little when that little fucker takes hold, it, they don't like to go anywhere. That's for sure. Now, Brandon, are you serious that you, of all people, had imposter syndrome? I think all authors and writers and creators deal with imposter syndrome at some point in their career or throughout their career. Uh, we just have to remind ourselves that it just takes time, you know, just like change. Change takes time. It's slow. It's a very slow process. Writing can be slow, but it can also be really rewarding. Yes. Yes, it very well can be rewarding. So, Let's get into it. We're running a little bit behind here. We'll do our thing real quick, and then we'll get into pen names and ghostwriters. Again, for those of you that are new, this is an open conversation. If you'd like to join in, hit that mic button in the bottom left corner of your phone. Now, those of you that are new, for you, we like to... Jake, is that you? We're getting a lot of feedback from you there, Jake. We're, we're having some technical difficulties tonight for some reason. I blame Jake, as usual. It's always Jake's fault. It's never my fault. Um, but usually what we do is one host will hit the other host with a topic they don't know anything about. That way they're not prepared for it. And this week, Jake is going to be asking me what, I'm, what the topic is. Jake, go ahead. So, Brandon, 
earlier this week, there was in the on the East Coast, there is a state, and I will uh, leave them anonymous for right now, um, <laughs> that that uh, just passed a law that, that has allowed for public and school librarians um, and museum curators, I believe, to now be able to be legally prosecuted if they are presenting anything that could be deemed inappropriate to a minor. And I'm okay. just wondering how you feel about that. Are you really? I mean, I guess it would depend. I, I That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because I get, like, there's, like, you don't want to be, like, presenting porn to a minor by any means. But I guess that would be dependent on what they're saying. So if you're saying it's like Anne Frank's diary, right? The diary of Anne Frank, you're presenting that to a minor. Yep. Like, oh, that's inappropriate. Why? That's a fucking classic. Like, I guess it would depend on the content. I don't, I, you know, I, I see all this stuff coming through about, you know, taking stuff away from like libraries and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, well, we're, where's the parent's responsibility to monitor what the child is reading? You know, it's like you want to take it away, but they can still find it online. So you're not really doing anything, but one could argue, well, they can find porn online. Well, yeah, you're right. They actually absolutely could, but that's up to the parent to monitor that. So I don't know. I'm not a parent. I'll never be a parent. I, I, it's, it's a hard job. It's underappreciated. That's a tough one. So thanks for that, Jake. I really appreciate you hitting me with the hardball on that one. Bastard. You're so very welcome. <laughs> I knew I had to come up with something worthwhile. In the last 20 minutes when I was like, Jake, don't forget you're doing the topic tonight. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I had thought about it earlier in the week. I just forgot that I did, like had already done yes. it. And so I, w I really was prepared. Oh, okay. I just kind of, kind of forgot and for those that, that I was prepared. And for those of you that don't know, Jake and I... We both will be doing the same thing tomorrow. Jake, what comes out tomorrow? Yep. Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action series. Can't wait. We, neither one of us can wait for that. We've been waiting for a while on that one. So We have been geeking out about it so bad. So bad. All right, let's get into tonight's topic tonight. Um, we will be talking about pen names and ghostwriters. I already, looks like uh, Frederick has a question already uh frederick you are welcome to jump on and hit that that mic button this is an open discussion so jake let's start with the basics um what is a pen name a pen name is simply a nom de plume it just basically means that you are writing something under a different name okay. what is um a good example of that I think a really good example that's kind of more inside of the publishing industry would be uh, Garth Brooks, famous country singer. Um, what, Brandon? What? <laughs> you say that because I said that last week when you and I were talking after the show. <laughs> but, but I go might ahead. have taken go that ahead. from there. Um, go ahead. So, so basically... Um, Garth Brooks decided he wanted to sing some pop, but in order to sing pop music, he had to sing under a pen name. He had to sing under right. a pseudonym, under 
uh, a different name. Uh, and so when we write as authors, there are a lot of people that write under pen names. A couple of those happen to be uh, agent siblings of mine. I know agent siblings that write under pen names. Um, it's something that I will probably do in the future. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, I know. Uh, let, let, let's go ahead and ask. Uh, Frederick's got a question. I'm going to go ahead and put them on and um, see what they what, what, what the question is. They're connecting right now. But that's a good that's a good example, Jake. You're welcome. For yeah, that. you're well. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it without you, Brandon. <laughs> Frederick, you had a question. Maybe, possibly. Maybe, maybe not. If not, it's all good. Jump you on can when be you a want. speaker anytime you want. Just hop on. Yes. And we will. Uh, you don't even have to raise your hand or anything. Just nope. go ahead and unmute, and we'll be right there with you. Yeah, so. whenever, yeah, whenever you're ready. So. So a pen name is really good for somebody who doesn't want their true identity revealed. Um, I, I think now, Jake, you you tend to deal more with. Oh, Frederick, go ahead. I'm talking. Yes, you had a question. You can you hear me? Yes. Um, actually, the pic on my profile is my mom's. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm an aspect book promoter from South Africa. Very cool. Awesome. Huh? Very cool. Did you, did you have a question? Yes, I do. Yeah, Phil, go ahead. So, I have been able to get authors to promote their books, and I'm not getting clients on Twitter. Can you give me a clue? Uh, you're looking to get more authors to promote more authors on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would say, you know, just keep promoting Twitter it tends to take a while. Uh, make sure you understand their algorithms and what authors are looking for. Um, and, you know, just, just give it time, unfortunately. And that, that, that's just a slow process. Like I said, at the beginning, it's a slow process. Uh, and then, you know, just keep kind of keep putting your, services out there and you know it just like i said it just give it some time um okay um, can you tell me how many um you understand what i mean like I, I, weeks or days or months to get oh, total it, it, that can because take I, years it, it can it okay. really can marketing Sorry, like that I, I, i'm i'm on facebook so I do advertise my work on, on social media, most especially Facebook. I don't make use of Instagram. So I work for one hotel, but it's too hard for other hotels to believe me. So why? Okay. I, I, I think if you're trying to promote your services for authors, it takes time. And depending on the price that you're looking for, that's going to factor probably your biggest factor into it as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a cheap price. I don't charge much. Yeah, a lot of indie authors don't really have a whole lot of money to be spending on promoting. Yeah, um, I, know that. I know that. I do have. I have what was here too. And um, in my country here, I do promote. But I think I have to keep rendering the services outside because it's a benefit. I went to the school, so I'm an expert. 
but people don't get that. They call me scammers, and I am grateful to have this great opportunity to speak out. Yeah, I think it's, like I said, you just have to kind of establish yourself, make sure it's it's there, because that's what people look for is like a, a brand and a person that's really an expert, and you have to do, do your due diligence and make sure you have a website and all your social media and make sure that all looks the same. Yeah, I do. I do have the website. I do. Okay. All right. So it sounds it sounds like you're on the right track. Just keep in it hanging in there, and you'll you'll uh, you'll make it work. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. No worries. Okay. So Brandon. Pen names. Pen names. Yeah. So pen names work really well for people that are trying to try a new brand. Like if I. If I were stepping into, we'll go from last week's episode. If I were if I were writing something erotica, right, and I was unsure of how it would take off, um, I probably would write a story in a, a different name, um, just to get kind of a feel of what it would be like. Now that's a little bit harder with an indie author versus um, a traditional publisher. Because a traditional publisher, you can just say, hey, I want to do this under a pen name. But as an indie author, you usually have to link that to a bank account so you can get paid. Which authors, we don't make enough money for what we fucking do. Let's just call that one out. And That's an understatement. That, that's usually linked to your Amazon page or your author page or something in some form. You have to promote it. So it's usually best to, if you're going to do a pen name under an indie author... It's, that's just a lot more work. So, Brandon, as as an indie author yourself, if you were, let's say, you were to step into like erotica or something, right? What what would you? What are some of the steps that you would promote yourself? Not necessarily to actually publish the book, because we understand that that's a whole other beast. That's a whole other ball game. But would this mean that you would have to start from scratch and start all new socials for this big yes. name? Unless you want it, if you want to completely keep it completely 100% separate from who you are and like you've established this brand already, you would have to new social media and really start from scratch because you don't want your social media to look like a bot. So you'd have to give it more time to build up your brand from that aspect. So it's a lot, a lot more work. And as we all know, having just your basic social media is a lot of work to begin with, let alone having an alt account. That is something that you- So, so you're talking about doubling all of your social media, like two, two on Facebook, two on Twitter, two on Instagram. Right, right. Which, okay. I mean, I, you know, I'm not one for pen names. Some pe that's for some people. That's not because their profession. It, that's it, I. I know a buddy of mine. He writes erotica. He does write erotica, but his profession, he doesn't want it to influence his profession because it's completely. I don't want to say inappropriate, but he just wants to keep them completely separate, right? So. They have a whole, their whole Twitter account and so on and so forth is erotica, but it's not connected to their personal one at all. So, it, yeah, it like, is, like I know a couple of teachers yeah. 
who are erotica writers and they definitely don't need parents necessarily knowing that they write erotica you don't want it to i mean we want to make sure that you're paying your bills and being able to afford what you can afford first um but i see that's where a pen name would work in someone's favor but it would also work against them at the same time it's just a lot more work and as somebody like me who already works a shit ton I don't have time for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Whereas for me, and yes, I am heading the traditional route, but that that doesn't mean that I can't consider the pen name option. Right. And in, Brandon, like Brandon said, it does make it a lot easier in a lot of ways because with publishers and everything, you can say this is the name that I'm writing under and all of the bank account information and the ISBN and everything doesn't have to match up. Um, with with the traditional route um it's something that i'm looking at though because i definitely uh write middle grade and sure books and that type of thing and i also have some adult novels that i've written um in like the horror slash thriller category um and other like uh rom-coms that i'm working on and everything and those are going to be a lot more obviously geared towards adults and i'm not sure that i want you know little timmy to go to the (laughs) library and look up my name and get a book that is highly inappropriate for his age right now i i always find it interesting how people come up with their pen names because i don't know how they do it and it's pen pen names are fascinating you know like a lot of people have them already picked out and it's like some some name that maybe they've always wanted to be called or something that works with their initials, anything like that. Um, it's, uh, it's really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, my agent actually just asked me for my pen name. Oh. Uh, cause, cause I've got a, an adult book with her and, uh, I just, spat something out and I'm going to be Devin James. Oh, well, see, you can't be going around saying that. <laughs> oh, I can. I can. Devin James. Okay. It's the the biggest thing is is it's not going to be a secret. It's just a way to keep it, it the the it, different age groups. Right. Apart. It's a different brand, we'll say. Yeah, different yeah. brand. And um, you had your mic unmuted? I have my whole account is a pen name. Oh. My contract with my publisher has my real name and the name that I will be published under. Bum, bum, bum. That shocks me. All of a sudden, everything has changed. The universe just shifted. (laughs) Just the universe just shifted, Jake. (laughs) I don't know. I'm having fun with it. Um, And the reason that I did it is I write in the thriller genre. And that is a male-dominated genre, and names on the front of a book can actually influence who reads them. Right. And someone might not even pick mine up if it was under my legal name and not even give it a chance if it seemed to have been written by a woman. That's Which is so wrong on so many levels. Readers do better. Readers do, readers do better. Readers. 
But I mean, you know, it will be under like the initials EM, which wasn't my intent, but it was a suggestion. And the only reason I picked out my name is my brothers couldn't say Michelle, and they always called me M. So I oh. just spelled out M. Oh, I like that. That's cute. I think it's brilliant. I Smart. love it. <laughs> so, Brandon. Yes. What are some reasons not to have a pen name? You know, I I think it's a personal choice. That's I, I don't have any anything against people using pen names. I think like for me, I I can't imagine a situation where I would want to use a pen name. Um but I you know, I don't we don't recognize a situation that we don't know anything about, right? Like I I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, but well, I don't have a problem with like, yeah, I, I wrote that. Right? Like, that's... I don't necessarily picture you writing picture books, necessarily. And so, you know, maybe that that's never an issue for the age group categories. Right. I, that's... I, you know, I'm a pretty stubborn person. If I want to write it, I'm going to write it, and I'm going to be like, yeah, I wrote that. Like, I'm going to own up to it. You're, you're going you're gonna to do, do it your it. way. I'm going to do it my way. But I, you know, that's, that's a person's personal preference. Um, so they can, I mean, I support people that use pen names. I have nothing against I think it's, I think it's less common now. I like to, I, I shouldn't say I like to say, but I mean, a lot of, a lot of actors use pen names or stage names, right? That's their version of a pen name. A lot of, a lot yep. of people don't use their real name in a lot of situations. So I guess, but in the writing world, I think it's less common than what it used to be. Um, but then there's situations where it's a lot more common, right? Like, like I said, actors, a lot of times, that's not their actual name. That's their stage name, but it works really well. So It's it the depends. same way with men who write romance. They take on a feminine name. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Jake? I mean, Jake, obviously, you don't have a problem with it because you've got a pen name. I can't, I can't think of a pen name for me. I don't know what it would be. I we we will come up with a smashing one for you. It's gonna be smashing, awesome. huh? We're we're going British. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be British. I think I feel like a British name would be. I think that would be very <laughs> apropos. We'll call you Seth. So, ooh, Seth. Okay. You you kind of like, that. like, I a like Seth. that. You get Seth vibes from me. I do. Oh, I'll take it. I've been I've been called worse today. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. I like Seth. Um, it's a nice I, name. No, I like Seth. I think it's a great name. I think earlier and what was it? I think that's a good And what was it earlier that someone called me Zaddy? Oh my and, god. <laughs> and that just backed up a previous post you had where the guy called you sir and I was rolling. Okay, seriously, you should just have that be your pen name. Just be Zaddy something. Zaddy Seth. Zaddy will be your first name. Or no, I could be Sir Zaddy. Sir Zaddy. <laughs> that could be your pen name right there. I love it. I love it. I first um, learned the word so, Zaddy on Twitter. That's so sad. That's not sad. Hey, we, we all learn at different we learn places. It. And we, just, we run with it when yes. we can. And my, and Day. It was just called the old guy with money. Hey. Uh, did you just did you just call me old? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're 
You're so oh. a babe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it, it, oh my. Uh, Zaddy, like the sexy daddy. Yep, that's yes. what it is. I, okay. I mean, I'll take it. I've, like yep. I said, I've been, called, I've been called worse. And when my friend said, he's like, you're like a zaddy, like a police chief zaddy. And I was like, what? Uh, okay. Like, <laughs> whatever. Anyways. I love the it. topic. Um, uh, David or Kathleen, do you so, have anything to add into this? Your mics are active. Kathleen, okay. go for it. Well, first I want to thank you for adding to my vocabulary. I did not know what that word meant. <laughs> You're welcome. Now you yeah. do. Now you do. <laughs> now I can be really cool. Okay. So I really wrestled with the idea of a pen name when I wrote my memoir. Um, because it's about, uh, you know, sexual assault and I, it was such a sensitive subject and the content was so in depth that I thought maybe I would do that. But, um, had my perpetrator not died, uh, before I wrote this, then I probably either wouldn't have written the book or, uh, I would have used a pen name. And then, you know, my thoughts, like, with my position at work and everything, I it was a real big risk uh, to put this out. Um, but it ended up being fine. Uh, but I really, uh, there were many sleepless nights trying to figure this out uh, on what I should do. But I decided to go with my whole name. And my... Uh, last name now is my marriage name. And, you know, like any of the people that, well, I changed all the names in the book anyway, but, but that was a big thing for me. I, I didn't know what to do about it, but I decided to go with my name and I, I kind of felt like I really wanted to write this book for a reason. And so I wanted to put my own name under it. Good. I, I'm, I'm proud of you for that. That's Especially because yours yeah. is it's such a sensitive uh, subject topic. Yeah. So. yeah. For what it's worth, I think you you made the right call, and I think owning that and owning that story is is a big big yeah. thing. So yeah. Kudos. I was I was glad that that was the decision made in the end. I love it. Thank you, Kathleen. David, did you want to hop on? I know he said he doesn't have a whole lot of time today. Rude. Who doesn't have time for us? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, nothing really, guys. Just kind of listening for a little bit. All right. Sounds good. Um, so I have a few few last points on this, and that is sometimes it can be tempting to have a pen mm -hmm. name, but... I would suggest, like we said, for the social media accounts and everything, it's a lot easier to build a brand and to build a following if you only have one name to work with. So that's a uh, push for those people that think, oh, I'll just have a pen name. Maybe you can push just the pen name. Maybe you can push just your regular name. For me, it's kind of a... a I don't have a choice in the matter uh, because of what I write. And so... I feel like if you have a choice, like stick either stick with your pen name 100% or stick with your real name 100% because then you're going to get 
so much more traction yeah. for this brand that you're right. building. Agreed. I agree. I concur, sir. Oh my gosh, you said concur. concur. I love it. I second. Hear the. All right. One, one concur, Brandon. Oh, concur. It's such a good word. I was I was waiting tables the other day. For those of you that don't know, and I had to laugh because I was wait I wait tables on the weekends, and I walked to this table. They're getting ready to cash out, and I overheard part of their conversations. And let me tell you, servers, we listen. I'm listening to your conversation because I'm not like intently, but I hear it, right? And this lady, this girl goes, I despise them. And I just stopped and looked at her and the whole table just busted out laughing. I was like, despise, huh? That's, that's fucking rough. Like, <laughs> wow. that, damn, like, uh, shit. Those are some fine like, words, jeez. That's a rough word. Anyways, I just had to tell that story. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah, it was. I was just like the whole table just busts out laughing because I just I, I can't. I could never play poker because, God help us, if we ever get on YouTube, Jake, and the show transitions to video, because you're gonna see my facial reactions and it is telling, what I'm thinking. I have the same problem, like, and so people are just gonna know that we are being very, very honest. There's a reason I just don't lie in my general life. I just don't. Anyways, so. All right, let's move on. Ghost Riders. Jake, what is a Ghost Rider? So a Ghost Rider is anybody that is hired to write for somebody else. Can you... I want to say give me an example. Can you give me an example of that? Let's just go with that. Uh, technically, no. I can't give you an example <laughs> because Ghost Riders are supposed to remain anonymous. Um, and the actual writing, the actual book is published under the other person's okay. name. Okay. So I will tell you that a lot of, um, a lot of people who are very famous, celebrities. uh, whether that's <laughs> celebrities or in politics will, will have a ghostwriter. Okay. Um, and it's, it's not uncommon, like presidents don't write their own speeches necessarily they have a, a team to do that yeah. for them having a ghostwriter write your story is not that far from that um and so for celebrities it's kind of the same deal like a lot of them have somebody helping them write they will tell them the story of their life or whatever for their memoirs and that somebody else will write it for right. them okay i can name one Ooh, perfect, ahead, David. David. Can you There's a man one? named Andrew Niederman. He's a ghostwriter. And he has been ghostwriting for VC Andrews since 1986. Jesus. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, good on him. Truth. <laughs> him coming out of the left field. That's amazing. Truth. Now, I don't know how many uh, books she might have had in the trunk before she died. So some of her books, some of those books might actually be hers, but a lot of hers that came out after that have been ghostwritten by a man named Andrew Niederman, I believe is his name. Wow, that is so cool I, to know that. I wonder how you get into, and Jake, maybe in, I'll put it out here to the group, how do you get into being a ghostwriter? Like, how does that... And now my sound's going out again. No, David. Anyway. Um, so, I so... have a question about that. So, um, yeah, Catherine. Whose name goes on the book as the author? 
the author oh (laughs) boy i'm learning a lot here tonight thank you (laughs) yeah no worries so so yeah the the person's name that's on the book is is the is not the actual author (laughs) it's it's whoever hired them to write the book and i think it and i might be wrong here they get like a fee up front Mm-hmm. They they will get a fee up front or a percentage. Yeah. Good on them. Like if an oh. author is writing a book for a celebrity, they might get thirty thousand dollars to write. Right. The book. Yeah. And that's um, it. Their name is nowhere to be seen afterwards. Oh. There is a tight contract, um, and they're not ever to speak about. The fact that they wrote the book. right, and the 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 uh, ghostwriter has to be very. I can't tell you which ones I've I've written. That I do know. Um, on it's, it's like an, I mean they've got a DNR and all that. Right. Mess. A do not resuscitate. No, what is it called? <laughs> um, An NDA. That's it. <laughs> she said that with such confidence. <laughs> I literally went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. You so could have said H R E and I would. Uh, yeah, okay. sure, H O A. Yeah, that's what it is. I have no clue. <laughs> like, homeowners association. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's who writes it. The homeowners association. That that is totally the governing yeah. body for all writers now. Is the, the H O A. So I I'm. I wonder, and I, I asked it, um, but we went off on a tangent, which is perfectly fine. Uh, how do you get into being a ghostwriter? Um, as far as I know, some people will offer their services as and just have you know a public website where they say ghostwriting is is offered as as part of being an oh, author. Okay. Um, other people get approached and asked to be a ghostwriter oh. based on the type of writing that they do. Um, I'm, I, I personally would love to be that second type. I want to, I want to be asked to be a ghostwriter because my writing is just so wonderfully polished and good. It might take me another 40 years to get there, but it would be I cool. mean, I guess that's something you, we could all do to expand our, like our resume when it comes to being an author, right? Like, Hey, I could be your ghostwriter if you want. I just need a fee up like a fee up front. It's a little more detailed than that. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's something uh, you can put on there. Like, you could work towards that. I mean, I know a relative of the ghostwriter that wrote um, Houdini, his biography. That's awesome. Um, Like, that's super cool. cool. He was actually approached through his agent He was already a published author, but he had wrote a couple of books that didn't really go anywhere, but the way he wrote was really, really well. It was just not exactly good enough for the market at the time, but he had done several ghostwriting prior to that, and he enjoyed listening to the stories of those he ghostwrote, ghostwrote, is that how you say that? Um, go straight forward, but a lot of what they hear 
and they'll go in and just talk to the person. The person will tell their story. A lot of their story is not included, and they'll tell them what parts they don't want included. But the ghostwriter is privy to a lot of personal information, and their contract is tight. Yeah. I mean, like jail sentence tight. Interesting. Now, here's a question. Is a ghostwriter, obviously, you know, they, they never get to to express the fact that they've written that book. I'm wondering though, if there is some like statute of limitations or whatever other legal beak that you could say, like if for instance, no. the person eventually dies. No. All right. I, cool. I can't help but wonder, and this is going to be, this is, <laughs> this is my like sci-fi brain going on. Right. If there's like a secret underground of like ghostwriters, that way they can, <laughs> that like <laughs> they get together. Well, not like they get together, but like they each know that they're ghostwriters, right? Because they, they can't talk about it. It's like a secret society. They're now, they do have. A okay, network. I was like, it's like a secret society, right? Like they all we're all ghostwriters, and they're like the the first drill about Fight Club. <laughs> The first rule of Brandon, you would be surprised. A lot of them are people you would pass on the street. I mean, and have a great conversation with. You would not have a clue. I mean, I. I mean, they're decent writers, yeah. but they're writing somebody else's story, right. mainly because they can't make up their own. I mean, they're just they're dealing right. with facts. Like this is what happened, so they're just putting it. This in, is what yeah. happened. They embellish it a little bit and make it more. Right. Readable. Right. 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 Which actually sounds yeah. kind of fun, but I'm 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 I would want to like I could never do that because I would want to. Oh, I wrote that book. I wrote Britney's book. Like that's what I would do. Like <laughs> I you you would write Britney's book. <laughs> Her book was good. It was good. I know, but you would you would write Britney's book. I would write. I would love to write Britney's book. Anyways, moving on. If you okay. If you could ghostwrite for anybody, who would it be? Since how we've determined, I have Brittany. Who would you be, Jake? Who? who oh, see, I thought I thought you were gonna ghostwrite like the like the one dude that David brought up, and and go with some more for Michael Crichton. No. No. no? Okay. All right. Um, who would I ghostwrite for? Um, Jeez. I, I that is a tough question. I'm trying to think of like my writing style and what would fit and what would work. I'd probably have to go. Maybe with somebody this will help you. Go ahead, Em. I was just gonna throw out some names that have already had ghostwriters. This is on Google. Dolly Parton's already had a ghostwriter. Hillary Duff, Pamela Anderson, uh, Shoshana Gabriel. We already know about B.C. Andrews. Robert Lundrum used a ghostwriter for several of his later works. See, this is just fascinating. I think I'd probably have to go with, like, somebody in the horse industry. I fucking knew you were going to say that. that. I, I fucking out. knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Well, I would hope you knew that. I mean... It's not like, it's not like you know, you're just like Noah Joe off the street who just met me. I'm... I would hope you knew that I was going to say something horsey. <laughs> May, 
don't do that. Like you, did, you did that on purpose. Like I, I don't know. Whatever, what you're whatever. You're so full of shit. Don't be horsey. Don't, don't. Be <laughs> um, I can't even think now because that just caught me off guard, Jake. Catching me off guard today. So here's here's the question then, that that becomes okay. What if we talk a lot about people ghostwriting for? celebrities and doing things like memoirs and stuff are there people that ghostwrite stories that are fiction and maybe somebody has the idea of this like story but they don't have a way to they're they're just not a great writer maybe or maybe they don't have time and and so are there ghostwriters that write fiction that's oscars google that, that works. Em's like, I got this. I'll take care of it. Brandon, what do you I'm think? I'm sure there are. Um, I'm sure there are. <laughs> I so, so I'm going to throw out two well-known uh, brands that have people write under a, a different name. And that is Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Oh. Okay. Because those are all written by somebody under a, a false name. Like they, everybody, all the authors, and it's multiple, multiple authors who write each book uh, or who write the books. And they, they all just write it under the name, which is pretty I cool. I mean, that is cool because it's an established brand, right? Like we got to, there's a certain, we got to, this stick with this because if you go off course in that it's not going to make any sense and and I can think of a lot of other type of series like that where they had other people write um, where multiple different people have written the books um, just so like Animorphs pretty sure is one of those get the hell out of here uh, I'm done with you on that one you just said Anna what if I were sitting at a desk, I would flip it. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, for real. Okay. I'm being serious. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why would it be nothing? I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. As long as there is nothing seriously wrong and you're not like going to no, flip, flip a desk. <laughs> okay. Holy crap. Y'all would not believe this. There are ghost writing firms. Agencies oh. represent nothing really? but ghostwriting. The packages oh are $45,000 for a ghostwriter. Shit. Can we apply to work there? <laughs> I guess you have to submit something, but their clients range from some of the leading agents at HarperCollins, Folio. Um, wow. McGraw Hill. I mean... Macmillan, Hatchet, Penguin Random House, and HarperCollins use this one. There we go. Well, let's sign up Ep for that. Episode Brandon. is done. Let's I'm go. out. Bye. Like. Bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> there is AspireGhostwriting.com, which represents award-winning ghostwriters. So I don't Ooh. know how you win an award as a ghostwriter, but hey, whatever. Uh, Maybe they're maybe the person that they. That yeah, it's the secret society where it's like 
This is a closed door session. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, this, this, this is your secret trophy that you're never allowed to show to cannot... anybody. The, I mean, you can probably get an award for it. You just can't get an award for the actual book you yeah. wrote. You wrote the best written whatever this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm that. I'm that's sure. Like, what I want to be. Up I'm flat. sure you could put it on TikTok and they would figure out who it is. Because those people on TikTok, oh my God, those investigators on TikTok, they find some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, y'all are... It's, it's intense. intense. Like, Listen to this, <laughs> Ghostwriting founder. It is like... GothamGhostwriters.com. Interesting choice of words. Ghost book writers... I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, on. we'll put... Forbes have their <laughs> own ghostwriters. We, we, will, we will put links to these if you want to be a ghostwriter <laughs> in, in, on the Twitter page for the next week. <laughs> M is like, I, I just went down a rabbit hole on this one. Like, I... <laughs> hey, I, I think 45000 is not horrible. I would do like, a lot for $45,000. Brandon, we're not I would do a I right would now. do a lot for twenty bucks. Let's just say that. And I've done a lot <laughs> for a work. free drink. You like <laughs> I'm just saying, times are tough. Times I got bills tough. to pay. You do what you can. Got bills to pay. Don't judge. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> okay, I have I have no more words for you on that. Um, <laughs> Ghostwriters, yay! You know, yeah, I can't. I yeah, uh, I would. I mean, I, I would throw my hat in there, right? Like, I would. I'm interested. I'm interested in this. This has piqued my interest. And as Jake knows, when something piques my interest, I'm all in. I'm like, let's do it. Let's. I was like, piquing your interest means you're throwing yourself off the cliff, not like you're dipping your toe in the pool. Yeah, I don't. I jump in. I don't dip my toe in the pool at all. You just you just I, dive. I'm either sitting next to the pool having a drink, or I'm going into the pool. Like I'm already in the pool. You're cannon, you're cannonballing. I'm cannonballing into the, into the yeah. pool, making out with the lifeguard, or I'm drinking next to the pool, making a fool out of myself. I'm doing one of the two. With with the, with, the with the lifeguard, who I'm ogling at that point. Well, obviously, the, the lifeguard's the important yes. part here. Anyways. Um, oh, Brandon, at AspireGhostWriters.com, you can chat with a ghostwriter. Hell yes, I'm in. Ooh. There's a link. There's a, she's up. there's a link. Oh my god, there's a link. Like, We're, we're going to have to get some of those links yes. from And, you, and will sure. you send uh, either me, or can you send us those links so we have those? Or you can send them to the writer's block. Um, you can I can try if I can get myself off this damn page. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucked. She's right. So here, here is another random question. Okay. And this is like way out okay. there. Suppose somebody has a pen name and they hire a ghostwriter. Okay. That who get who gets who gets the money for that? Well, the ghostwriter would get the money up front, right? Because that's their fee. But yeah. then, or I mean, that's what we're gonna say. We're gonna they get paid up front. But then, like, 
the pe- the pen name the person would still get like the the stuff for the book right the royalties so let's let's just say for fun that Stephen King decides to hire somebody under a pen okay. name King Steve and he's like I'm just going to have I'm just going to have somebody write this book for me under this pen okay. name I want to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to write for Stephen King? I can't imagine you writing for Stephen King. Well, neither can I. But can you imagine being that person? Being like, "Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna ghostwrite for this person," but you have to, you, you have to use their out. pen name because we can't tell you who their real name, who their actual name is. It's like, who the fuck is it? Well, it's Stephen King. What the fuck? Like. Why can't right? Stephen King write his own book? And they're like, oh, because he's got he now he wants to like write about Care Bears, and that doesn't fit his like shtick. Stephen King writing about Care Bears, give me a break! Oh my what god, what if they're like killer Care Bears? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> well, then that would be right up his I know. alley. <laughs> he's like, I want to go all hearts and rainbows and unicorns, and Jake's like, I'll take it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would be all over it. that. We'll do it with I could totally go. Any, any unicorn and rainbows books, I can go straight for you, hands down. I, I will gladly go straight gladly. that. He, I have no doubt. Can you ghost write my book? Which book? Do I you don't mean? give a shit. Just write. You just want me to go straight one yes, of yours. Just go straight one of mine. Brandon, then you don't become a better author. Ugh. You had to hit me with that. All right, so let's get back on topic because we're getting sidetracked very easily. I know, but it's so and they don't want to hear us banter back and forth. Um, so ghostwriting, Kate. I wonder what the average salary is for that. Like, because I imagine it takes a while. Like, I don't think you would be able to do two at a time. Like, you'd have to give one your full attention. Like, if I'm writing a book for Stephen King, if I'm writing about Stephen King. And I'm his ghostwriter. I would have to give all of my time and energy to that because you'd have to sort out yeah. details. Very, you'd have to have a time. Like I would need a dry erase board. Well, and you'd have to have so many facts and details. Yeah. It would require so many like collaboration sessions yes. to really make that work. Because how could like you'd have to take some really detailed notes? Yeah. But I don't. I don't know that you could. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that could juggle multiple ghostwriting gigs at the same time. But that seems like a whole lot that, to me. So yeah. I just. I think I'm more intrigued by the ghostwriting because I want another secret underground society. Maybe that's a maybe <laughs> that's a story in itself, right? Like, there's a secret. That is a story. There's a secret society of ghostwriters that have all the details on everyone and that's <laughs> that would be that would be cool we could you could totally and like do the that nsa like the, and like like they were like they, they're run by the i don't know like nsa is part of them they're run by the, the nsa is run by the yeah, ghost like they're controlling everything <laughs> i think you that's should write the, it. Add that to the world list of the world is run by ghost writers like i i'm not opposed <laughs> to this idea i'm so ridiculous i'm I'm clearly tired. Like, <laughs> no, you're good. I think I think the big thing too is to remember, like, okay, so 
let's say that you're let's say that you're a really fast rider. Okay. Let's say you're a really fast rider, but let's say it takes you eight months to go straight a book. Okay. And that's not doing all the edits and everything, that's just getting the book first draft. Yeah. Now, are ghostwriters in charge of edits for the book, or is that taken over by a team of editors? That's my question. I mean, I think if you if you have like like presented, if you worked for like a corporation, there would be a team, right? Like, because at that point, it's just the it's just the book. Like, you may they've chosen to leave out certain specific details where the it pushes but, the story forward, but it's like, oh, it's not this. Work. But if you if they're running it like a typical agency, then they might be editorial agents who say, "Okay, I need this and this and this changed." Right. Your notes, get it back to me in three right. months. So at that point, like, is it worth the the time and the money to be a ghostwriter if if you're only making forty five thousand a book? Yeah, but if you're doing multiple books a year, like if you get if you get two a year, right? You're making ninety thousand dollars a year. I mean, I guess that's decent money, right? I Brandon? guess. Get the fuck out of here with that. I guess bullshit. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that, that is that is really that is really good money. That as is an really author, good dude. money as an author. m has got something to say. It's uh, this sixty to ninety percent of books are written by ghostwriters. Holy fucking shit. What the fuck? I was Jeez. not... A... My mind just blew up. This is the ghost of Brandon speaking. I... So it's hard to know exactly how many books on the bestseller list aren't actually the work of the authors. In fiction and nonfiction, ex- estimates range from 60 to a whopping 90%. Damn. I was not expecting that. Yeah. But but that's talking about the bestsellers list, right? Yes. Specifically, yeah. okay. Interesting, though. Like, really yeah. interesting. That's M's like her. I put that in the. I, I added that under all the other garbage. I just. Oh, I saw them. Dumped all over. I you saw guys. that. <laughs> Don't worry. I saw. I love it. Uh, Kathleen, you had something to say, and then we'll uh, Jake. We got to wrap it up here. Hour went yeah. quick. It really wasn't much, but I didn't expect this topic to be a comedy. <laughs> I don't think any of us did. Like I have been laughing so hard, and all I could think, um, Brandon, when you were talking about the this deep dark society, I kept thinking the Dead Poet Society. That's yes. all I have in my head. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking the Masons. Love it. So anyway, this was great fun, yes. and M, you are amazing. M's our research person. How uh, I'm I'm just in a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm going to be and, uh, going uh, down that same rabbit hole when we get off this call. <laughs> um, we're going to get yelled at, Jake. We're going to send so many people down a rabbit hole. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> My whole world I, is gone. Like, I am, we're I, all signing up to be ghostwriters. That's like right. <laughs> Where the money's at. Like $90,000 a year. Shit. I mean, how hard can it be? Somebody tells you their story and you write it and make it nice and neat and pretty and put it in a, put a big bow on it and ship it back out. <laughs> I I think we're all in the wrong, the wrong industry. Yeah, then. I'm, I mean, I'm going to like, I'm done. I'm done. I, <laughs> I uh, Give me a mafia mob boss and I am golden. <laughs> yes. 
All right. I love it. Jake, we got to wrap it up. We're, we've hit our hour mark, even though we had technical difficulties at the beginning, but yes. Well, it's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap, wrap up, up here. Um, Brandon, where can people find our podcast? <sighs> that's not my question, Jake. You're, that's your question. We're, Jake, we're, all, right. all right, then ask me, ask me the Jake, question. where can people find our podcast? <laughs> you can find us on any of the streaming services, but if you would really like to go over to podbean.com and give us a like and a follow, we would really appreciate yes. it. And that way you notified every time we post. The yes. Episode. And we are on Facebook too. We have a group over there where we can work with each other like a writer's co-op. That's what we are. We're a writer's co-op. We are a writer's co-op or the Borg, whichever you prefer. I prefer the Borg, but whatever. And what's next wow. week? Oh my God! Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like out of it. Uh, next, <laughs> next week we're going to be talking about that dreaded part of the writing process, editing. Ugh. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole group just sighed at that point. Right. Ugh, editing, fucking editing. Come on, y'all could have done better Bye. than this. Make it interesting. Like, hey, we oh, can't. We're, oh, we're gonna we. We're going to make it. Yeah, we've got some good topics coming up because then after that, it's summer marketing. And then we'll, after that, we're doing our St. Patrick's Day theme about drinking and the use of color color and imagery. And then we're doing balance of writing. And back by popular demand on March 27th, we're going to be talking about pushing the boundaries, volume two. So we got some good topics coming up. It's going to be it's so much fun. I got a topic for your next season. Season four. Ooh. Okay. What is it? How to write a decent ending. Uh, actually. Ooh. I got the beginning down, Pat. I suck at the ending. Actually, at the end of this season, we're writing how to, uh, on May 22nd, we'll be talking about how to write a cliffhanger. I don't want a cliffhanger. I just want an ending. You want a happy ending? <laughs> Well, we'll we'll wrap that into it. It'll yeah. be good. <laughs> we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Anyways, thank you everyone for joining us. Don't forget to give us a follow and a like. We're pushing 900 downloads for the past two seasons. So uh, we got like 30 more to get, right, Jake? We love you all so much. Help us get to that thousand. Yes, mark. thank you everyone. We will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs>